Brian, do you like films? Joey, Joey, I like films where there's just uh, where where you get a lot of push and rope. Push and rope. Push and rope. <laughs> where push and rope becomes a plot point. Well, lucky for you, we are watching Fellini Satyricon from 1969. Also, this is Criterionauts. I'm one of your Criterionauts, Joey. And I'm Criterionaut Brian. Fellini Satyricon from yes. 1969. Criterion number 700 and whatever. IMD- 80 IMDb score of 6.9 with 12,089 votes. Rotten Tomato score 75%. Eight- 6.9? Out of like how many people voted on it? Like twelve thousand eighty nine votes. Oh Jesus Christ! Do you just space out during the beginning part? Because I I literally said, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. time I did for sure. Rotten Tomato score seventy five percent, eighteen positive, six negative. Uh, directed by Federico Fellini, written by Fellini, adapted by Fellini, and written by Petronius. Petronius from ancient Rome. Yes, I did read th- about that. How. It was a it was a story that was missing parts. Yeah, we'll get to that. And I'm like, good, I'm glad they picked this one to adapt. <laughs> well, let's see what Criterion has to say. Ugh. <clears throat> Federico Fellini's career achieved new levels of eccentricity and brilliance with this remarkable, controversial, extremely loose adaptation of Petronius's classical Roman satire. Written during the reign of Nero. Whoops, that was part of the previous sentence. An episodic barrage of sexual licentiousness, godless violence, and eye-catching grotesquerie. Fellini Satyricon follows the exploits of two pansexual young men, the handsome scholar in Call of Pios and his vulgar, insatiably lusty friend, Asaltus, as they move as they move through a landscape of free-form pagan excess, creating apparent chaos and exquisite control. Fellini constructs a weird old world that feels like science fiction. God damn it. I read an, a Roger Ebert review of this movie. Yeah. That, it actually was like, it, he was talking about the first time he saw it, but the review was like written back again in 2001 or something. So I don't know if it was. Wasn't he dead then? No, not two thousand one. He came back from the grave to re-review. Yeah, <laughs> but he was kind of... like, he was saying how I was like, yeah, you know, a lot of people just got up and left in the theater. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. they were the smart ones. <laughs> I because I you know, this was one of the movies where afterwards I was like, I have no idea how I'm gonna like go through this and talk about it because it's you can go through it and talk about it and any like you know how in the last one episode we kind of like hopped around a, like I kind of jumped forward a little bit and. Mm. It happens. You could do that at this one, and it doesn't matter. It you doesn't can jump matter. forward. We could start at the end. You want to start with the Minotaur? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, we can. That's like the coolest part. It doesn't matter though. <laughs> it doesn't matter because, or we can go back and talk about like, uh, I, I don't even know. Like, I don't I, the the fire of the fire guy throwing the guy in the fire. Right, but like, like he was fine. But they didn't throw him in the fire. Okay. Uh, did Kirsten watch this with you? No. Did Kim watch a lot of this one with me and. I, I will say for this thing, it was very visually striking. Mm. Like they spent a fuck ton of money on complete gibberish. Yeah. And it is pretty impressive still. Like some of the sets, some of the like all that stuff. But this I think is just it's it's obviously at the height of Fellini being a creative genius crazy person. This movie is again one of the perfect criterion movies. This is what you would expect a criterion movie to be. 
There's Latin in it. Yeah. There's Pigman. Nothing. Yeah. People stare at the screens constantly. Yeah. That, stare that at the weirded me out. Yeah. Constantly. So this is, I think, at the point at which he was untouchable. Yeah. It's very obvious that he just like didn't give a fuck. He's like, what are you going to do? Well, he wanted to make art. And he named the movie, like, Fellini Satyricon. And this, you know, he got this text from some ancient Roman dude, and parts of it were missing. And mm-hmm. apparently that is what fascinated him the most about mm-hmm. this the subject matter. So he's like, I'm going to make up those parts. And but then he it didn't, matter. though. He didn't. He did, like, that's why it jumps around as it goes from earthquake to an art gallery. Yeah. He like wanted to use the missing parts as like his way of creating this fever dream Rome. Right. Which fuck Rome, I think is what we can take away from this. Like, yeah. Even I, I also think that like the, the thing that I was talking about the, what little bit I had read about the satiricon itself, like people thought of it as, you know, it's it's this novel or this story thing, but it also kind of gave you like a glimpse into what life might have been more like for like Roman plebes. Ah, that's one and, of my favorite comedies. And uh, <laughs> I was watching. I'm like, there's no fucking way that it was like this. Every man was stupid. handsome and wore eyeliner. Yeah, <laughs> like there's no way. Like, yeah, I'm sure like weird shit happened because Rome, but also like this isn't everyday life. Plug for plebes, though. Plug for Plebes. I love that show. It's pretty fun. It's on Hulu if you guys haven't seen it. But oh, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, just I, I think downloaded a couple of the episodes. The first two seasons are three is not yet. Mm. Um, but it's it's kind of funny seeing the parts in Plebes where they're making comedy out of stuff that's in Satyricon, like just kind of the filth and like the disgustingness of everything, yeah. and like um, to a lesser extent, like the the swinging back and forth of a lot of Roman people, like sexual freedom of Roman people. Yeah. And, um, which I feel is more of a Greek thing than a Roman thing. One in Rome, dude. Touche. Fuck butts. Fuck butts. Doesn't matter who. Yeah. Boys, marry, marry, uh, a little boy. There, yeah. There's, I like that there's like a random butt show in the background, too. Did you see that? It's like a background set piece. They're walking through that whore alley and there's like, some dudes just, or some people just showing butts. Oh, yeah, like constantly. Yeah. Like every time you walk by an open doorway, it felt like there's just a butt. <laughs> so this movie, it's like as we go through what this is, it's very disjointed, and I think that's it's mostly on purpose. Um, so it's going to sound like we're crazy people. But we're but, not. We're just telling you narrative. We're telling you sequentially, I should say, <laughs> what happened. So what, if it sounds like we're hopping around, we're not. Fuck Fellini. Just to keep thinking that. <laughs> no, eight head. and a half was good. I liked eight and a half. Same yeah. dude. I know. I don't know. Eight and a half was good. Eight and a half was not as bad. It's not. Uh, it was better than this. This is visually amazing. Still, from 1969 to now, I can't believe I don't they need spend this, this movie to be like this. Movie doesn't need to exist to have a visually amazing movie in Criterion. You can do. You can do a fucking movie. That's like has a narrative that has like Brian, a through line. Brian, Guardians that of the Galaxy is never going to be in Criterion. That looks great. Well, the well, the Rock is, so I don't understand why not. <laughs> that was that must have been like they had an intern screening that day. He's like, this li- movie is in it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I like the Rock and Armageddon. 
Okay. All right, fine. <laughs> fine, but you're fired. <laughs> Sweet movie is in this. Sweet movie is in this. That like this this is all on... the Marvel movies should be in the any movie. There's no cri- there is no criteria for criterion. Yeah, there is. It's it's hard bullshit. It's hard to find. And and it's like unique uh, okay. and um and stuff that is very surprising some of it exists. But there are good there are good things in the collection as well. Like Russ Anderson is my favorite director and he's all his shit's in it. Um, but there's not enough good to outweigh the bad. Yeah, there is. No, yeah, there is. I don't think so. Harold Maud's in it. <laughs> All right, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. It's, it's still very good. Okay, we should do that at some point. Like yeah. after a particularly rough one. Which... Yeah, this one wasn't particularly rough. It was just frustrating. This is one of those like frustrating ones. Yeah, where I'm like, I don't want to be here, and not because I'm disgusted by it, like Solo or even Sweet Movie. It's just like this is. It's everywhere, and I <laughs> and I want to be elsewhere. Yeah. I want to be everywhere as well, and everywhere means not here. I got your text about like it not ending before yeah. I'd even started, and we were watching it, Kim and I, and I was like, all right, I'm going to take a break for a minute, and I, I was like, that's that's half an hour, and Kim's like, it's only been half an yeah, hour? <laughs> I know. I was watching it. I'm like, dude, I got to be like, like got to have 15 minutes left. Like, It's one hour through. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> How is this possible? And then the last hour is just like I had to stop it multiple times just to like look at the time. Like I then yeah. I try not to do that because it just makes it worse. It does. It makes it worse. Oh man! The, and then I fortunately the last time I looked at it, it said it was twelve minutes left, and I was like, maybe there's like a credits or something which saves me like three or four <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Please, <laughs> God, give me title give cards me credits at the end and it did kind of i think it wrapped up before the 12 minutes ended yeah. or got to it but it wasn't much off of that it might have been like 10 or just like, like bargaining minutes. with the universe yeah. i need some closing credits please but, let, this there's a lot going on please let them be long just just, just, be, just be over. Like, look <laughs> at this look at this all those sets and everything they had to build you know a lot of people need recognition so not I, that they would want it but i own this movie i own the blu-ray of this yeah uh, and I got it on the last Criterion sale because I was like, this is going to be a fucking weird one and we should do it. Uh, and I had a coworker who kept asking me if I had watched it. I was like, no, not yet. We have other shows. We're, we're like, we're doing Beyond the Valley of Dolls. It was around that time. Yeah. And um, he's like, well, if you watch it and you don't like it, let me know. I'll buy it off you. So I'm going to text him later. Today. Good. <laughs> you want it? <laughs> um, Good luck. All right. Let's, let's jump into it. Um, I don't know. And because it's this is everyone is very, very Roman in names, as you could tell from the criterion description. It was, oh, I forgot the Eclidius. I can tell who they are by seeing them. Yeah, I can't like there's there's hand, sad, there's blonde hero is how sad I, boy. He's sad. Sad boy. OK, there's James Marsden. I don't know what that means. You know the guy who played uh, Cyclops in the first X movie? Oh, he's on 30 Rock. Oh, yeah. He, know, mar- he marries Liz Lemon on 30 Rock. That's the roommate. So he was he's Sad Boy's roommate. Yeah. And friend. Yeah, he looks like James Marsden. So I just called yeah, him yeah. James Marsden the Sad, sad Boy and Roommate and he, they're pansexual friends. Yeah. Um and then there's another person who I thought was going to be way more important but wasn't. Absolutely not. Which was the uh Gitone. Gito Gitone. He's the only one I know cuz I thought he was going to be important. He says his name over and over again. Yeah. Well, we open on Sad Boy com- bitching to like no one in particular that a turd person Quote, unquote. There's a lot of, like, calm Oh, people. actually, yeah, that was one thing I really liked about this movie, though, is all the fart stuff. <laughs> calm people farts and there turds. There was one... Ah, <laughs> oh, man, what was I... Maybe calm. that's a Roman thing. 
It might. I hope so. But uh, oh, I got to find that one. I he was stolen from me by a turd person. Yes, and then the one guy, and then like in a few minutes, you get to like the the actor who had bought this guitone, the uh, and he's just like farting. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that's the the theater man. Yeah. Oh, farts rhythmically is what it is. What the I uh, wrote that, that down too. Said. Yeah, yeah. Like, beautiful. That wasn't in the Criterion subs, by okay. the by. <laughs> well, that's un- unfortunate. Yeah, I know. I that was so too. the best. That was the best subtitle. Was farts rhythmically. So there was. Uh, he's bitching about his his roommate, who bought this person named G Tone, and then he sold him. Yes. To a theater. Yes. And then there was a quote in here. I I um. Something about pick his flower. Yes. Which I assume a flower is a butthole in Rome. I think, you know, like a virgin, like if you get a flower plucked or something, it's something along those lines. A butthole? Yes. Do flowers grow in buttholes in Rome? Yes. (laughs) When in Rome. Your flowers come out of your butt. Flowers come out of your butt. Okay. Um, When I was watching this, Kim looks over at my laptop. She's like, is this the beginning? Did you start like in the middle? I'm like, nope. <laughs> this is it. Kim's hundred percent of what this movie is. Kim's random interjections were like perfect every time. It's only been half an hour. Is this the beginning of the yeah. movie? <laughs> did it when you finished it, did it clear up any of the jumping around? Nope. Nope. <laughs> it just kept doing that. It was just a thing that happened. Like, you know how there's dialogue in a movie? This has jumping around. Oh, I'm sorry, Kim. Uh, uh, are you uh, an enemy of art? I'm an enemy of art. I know this is what art are. is. I know you are, though. I didn't know Kim was. <laughs> you marry that. You know, some <laughs> secrets are some, they're hard to dig out. All the secrets <laughs> takes ten years. It takes ten years. So we go to the pig person in the theater, which is the I kind of like this stuff where like they had an episode of Game of Thrones. You know, the historical uh, fiction Game of Thrones. Yes, where they're doing like their version of plays and stuff. Yeah. I kind of like seeing those things. I don't know why. They're like really simplistic. Like one guy's obviously a bad guy. The other one's not, even if the roles are switched. Yeah. And they have like kind of really janky, like theatrical props and things like yeah. that. Only in this play, masks. they fucking cut a guy's hand off. Yeah. Like for real. For real. And then put like a fake golden one on it. And, and be like, it's a miracle. Look, he grew his hand back. He like, grew a golden hand. That- Poor man. <laughs> well, he didn't look like he gave a shit. To be fair, he was probably a slave, so he wasn't a real person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that, <laughs> um, that's what they thought, though. I, I I wrote down, I was like, is this some sort of punishment play? But then as it went, it was like, no, I think that was just like, we buy extra people because we need to cut a guy's hand off in the show. Like, I'm an artist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we'll buy another one. Their version of Caesar in this play, though, is fucking awesome. <laughs> That's like the the weird white golden dude that yeah, comes inside out inside the little uh, pill cask thing. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Caesar, Caesar, um, Kaiser, Kaiser. <laughs> right. Um, we did. Uh, we did miss the very beginning thing that you were talking about. The pig person farting, which was a huge part of the beginning of the play. And then the subtitle saying farts rhythmic, it was, rhythmically. It was pretty funny. I uh, laughed. Yeah, I did too. I was like, ha. Like, all right, well, yeah, if this is it. If this is how it goes. <laughs> we just get two hours of farting guy? <laughs> all right, that's fine. Speaking of, um, I went to the used bookstore yesterday, and mm-hmm. I found two books. I didn't buy one, but there were two books about Laputa, Maine, the, the fartiste. Oh, God. Yeah. They were like from 
I don't know, the 70s or whatever, like it was someone who did like a his- history of Le Putemain. Yeah. Um, there, okay, so in this in this theater house, there are several instances where it says, speaks vulgar Latin. Yeah. Which... It's just a thing that happens throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Um, so you watch a different copy. I watch a little bit of both, in, like my Criterion and your copy. And those parts in the Criterion are just straight up not subtitled. Mm-hmm. So I think what I was telling you that I think it is, is like the common tongue of the place is subtitled. And then anything else that the main character would not understand, I think they just leave out. Mm-hmm. So you just have to like, <laughs> there are extreme sections of the movie where there is talking going on, but they don't subtitle it. Mm-hmm. And I think it's it's probably the, some of the Latin parts. And it's just like, well, you're not going to know what those are like if you're there. It doesn't matter to the story of the of the movie. Well, it doesn't. And then you either. go, and then you go. Oh yeah, there's no story to this movie. Yeah, so it, doesn't right, matter. it doesn't matter at yeah. all. It, you just kind of have to let it wash over you. Yeah. Um. So the sad sad boy comes up, and is like during the play, the clouds open up, and there's just like cherubic, man woman, like in the play. This oh, is yeah. G-tone. Yeah, or G tone. A very effeminate. Delicate, delicate, the prettiest boy. boy yeah, I have a ever very seen. pretty boy. A boy we were like, is it a boy? Yeah, like no kidding. Yeah, I was like, I can't, I can't tell. Um, but my penis can. <laughs> gross. Come on. Um. So <laughs> gross. Come on. What? Gross. Uh. So, sad. The sad man comes up and rescues Yitone, and then they go fuck in the dark. Yeah. Well, no, they go and they walk for I, what felt like the entire movie, but was probably only two minutes. <laughs> yeah, they walk through the whole alley. They walk alley. through the whole alley, like, just walking. It's just like, it's not one continuous tracking shot, but every shot, it's always moving left to right, and as they're walking through this alley slash town or whatever. That they're, like, brought into by this weird, like, pervy old lady yeah which i like to call her as uh criteria and clara <laughs> because i feel like i've seen that in like so many of these movies mm-hmm. some like weird old person usually a woman but definitely super old and kind of gross looking doing weird stuff and definitely licking their tongue well uh, i'm glad you brought that up alt title tongue flappers colon rome yeah <laughs> just yeah because then it shows up multiple times while they're there it, there and just like people in the background it's like hey extra do something weird and that to a lot of people was just to like look at the camera and like wiggle their tongue a lot yeah <laughs> especially like later when you're at the dinner scene and like they're just like there's the woman's dancing and then it would, the camera would kind of pan over with the woman <laughs> dancing and then, then the bottom right hand corner they're just like a woman staring, staring at, the at the camera and then it kind of moves back the other way <laughs> and then you're on the other side of the room and there's a woman in the bottom left staring at the screen well you know what it is it's probably like they shot it for four by three yeah and now this is remastered in in 60 by nine like oh fuck oh no we cut those people out on purpose oh no (laughs) like the extra bits that you see you just see like people just like that aren't in the shot at all just like hanging um but we get this this walking through whore's alley sequence is pretty fascinating to me because they had this whole place so many extras so many props, costumes, and everything, and it's literally the only point of it is to be like, Rome's weird, right? Right, guys. Right. Like they walk through this alley, and you're seeing all of this shit, and it had to cost so much fucking money. And like plot wise, it's just the characters are walking through it to get to where they're gonna go fuck somewhere. Yeah. 
Like it's it's insane to me that that sequence existed, and there are several of those throughout this thing. Yeah, it's like, hey, there's there's some butts. Hey, there's this guy who's like running around naked. Joey, Here's do you a, think that um, you want to? This is this is the thought I had a little bit later in the movie, but it's it works for right now too. Okay. Do you think that the actors in this film like knew? what they were acting like what it was gonna that it was just gonna be this discombobulated mess or do you think they they thought it was like part of a story no i think they got a script and i think fellini was you think the... there was a script for this yeah he had to adapt it oh like, that's he, true yeah. yeah like i think they yeah there's probably a script there's i bet script. there was and i bet you most of them didn't even care what it said yeah because like at, at this at the point a director can name a movie after himself you're gonna work with that director if he wants you to work with him that's like true. no matter how bad it is, you've you're ascending to some other plane as an actor, right? Or as in the case of this movie, one of the hundreds and hundreds of hideously disgusting looking people he found for it. Yeah, you're Just gonna to, to help you're gonna, sell how awful Rome is. You're gonna blindly if the director's name is on it as part of the title, you're gonna blindly do it. That's why so many people blindly did Steven Spielberg presents Animaniacs. <laughs> is that the official title of it? Yeah, I think it says uh, in the title, uh, like at least. In the no one calls it episodes. that, though. Well, you know, still, yeah, his I'll name l- is part of the title. Animaniacs is great. <laughs> uh, that's the difference. That is uh, true. That those crazy, wacky, crazy kids are—they're non sequiturs. Actually, are funny. When I, the first time I worked on the Warner Brothers lot, I our building was right next to the water tower, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh. Oh, no, they're drowning in there. They filled it back up with water. Yeah, go, yeah, go. Oh, no. Any water you drink on the Warner Brothers lot is just, like, soaked when Animaniacs that, When bones. you work on the Warner Brothers lot, you, uh, you, um, did you have to, every time a woman goes by, did you have to go, hello, <laughs> nurse? I do that anyway. Okay. There, it's, it's required, but, like, it didn't even matter yeah. to me. Um, so there's... This this whole walk through Horde's Alley is just to show that everything's disgusting. And then it was right here I wrote, random background butt show. <laughs> like It was like a dude looking at two butts, like, solo style, like, mm, yes, there's nice butts. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we have to investigate these buttholes, <laughs> and the nicest one we shall kill. <laughs> no, I don't even know what that is. Like, I don't even know if there was an endgame. It was just, I like looking at buttholes. There's no endgame like, in this movie. I can't imagine. The endgame is the fact that, ah, uh, they ran out of film. <laughs> I can't imagine... Someone being into that in ancient Rome, though, because the sexiest people look fucking disgusting and, like, sweaty and nasty and gross. You know what I was thinking about? Like, especially, it seems like in the depictions of older older things, like, oh, people aren't always as beautiful and every sort of thing. And then I realized that people didn't have, like, mirrors and glass like we do now, where you can see a reflection of yourself all the time. So there's a good chance that people... They got water. Yeah, but, like, if you looked at yourself in water? Yeah. They look dope. <laughs> wiggly. <laughs> there you go. All wiggly. <laughs> All wiggly. No wonder yeah. Kim loves this wiggly face. Wiggly, 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 wiggly. <laughs> It must have been Kim. really hard to put on all their eyeliner without mirrors. Right? <laughs> so it's one of those things that, like, yeah, people probably didn't look as nicely done or put together unless you were super rich and you could afford a looking glass. Yeah. You know? Or you just had people do shit for you. Right. Which it seems like... The the way Rome... again you have to have a shit ton of money to do that sort of thing. So you could have somebody who like might nowadays nowadays standards look better because they have a mirror and can put themselves together. I'd rather just buy a bunch of people. Well, you yeah. are my eye person. <laughs> you there, I I Butler. You are my face person. All this flawless. Make it work. 
it just it was is kind of crazy like because even plebs talks about just like the buying and selling of people like super cash yeah and like slaves being just like oh yeah no i'm this guy's slave like that was like an, an occupation it was almost in exchange for like food and well i don't shelter. think you should really be using plebs as like your touchstone no, 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 for historical but it was like uh, information but they do it in satyricon too where it's just like do i own you or do you live here <laughs> like that that quote yeah it was just like that's just like something that happened in rome but it was they didn't really care who it Maybe. was it was just like you're you can't do anything else i'm gonna buy you yeah i don't know how you decide that you become a slave I'm not. Yeah. I'm not really up to speed on my Roman class structure. I've uh, watched uh, plebs three seasons at least eight times through, so I feel like I, I think you got it locked down. You got the history of Rome pretty much on I lockdown. Knew Rome now. used denarii before this <laughs> movie, so I'm pretty okay. But did you know that there was lead in literally everything? Lead? Yeah. No. Yeah, like it, for real, their aqueducts were lined with lead. Those awesome aqueducts. That's why have. everyone was like fuck crazy all the yeah, time. Yeah, because they were all poisoned, <laughs> and they use lead in everything. And they even the other thing about lead is they even knew that it wasn't good for them, but they were still using it. The lead's really effective if you grind it into a powder and rub it on your gums. Yeah, <laughs> it's the best way to clean your gums. A good yeah. leadening, <laughs> a good lead, a good lead wash, a lead rub. But yeah, they uh, there's a reason maybe. Maybe there's a reason that Satyricon itself was all crazy everywhere because the writer was probably also lead poisoned. Well, he's just like, I gotta get in the spirit. Yeah, I'm gonna. Everything's like this because we ingest so much lead in our daily, uh, everyday life. I'm gonna chew some pencil. <laughs> Let mm. me get back to you. Mm. Um, so th- th- we got our guys literally frolicking through Whore's Alley. Um, wandering... Fuck, we're still in Whore's Alley. Well, we're leaving Whore's Alley right now. Quick, get... like, wait, literally get... frolicking. Um. This is I have an alt title now after seeing the entirety of Horror's Alley and mm. everything so far. Fuck Rome. Yeah, yeah I don't yeah. like it. Mm. Um, and then we get to uh, Sad Boy's uh, place of sleeping. Of fucking. And fucking. And we have a nice, completely silent undressing between these two, two handsome young men. Or maybe man. Other one. I don't know. Um, He's definitely a dude. So yeah, they they bone very, or whatever. Very pretty dude. Yeah, pretty dude. Fade to black. Come back up, and then uh, the roommate comes home. James Marston. James Marston, and they are like they kind of fight, and they're like we're gonna split up our belongings, and then, like they go to the pot the table, and there's like these weird metal things, like old artifacts that we would be like, what are these old artifacts? We would only speculate. This is the time when those existed, and they look like those old artifacts. No <laughs> like we're supposed. This is my metal round thing. That's yeah. my metal round thing. Yeah. Well, wh- how what are we gonna do with the, him over there? We should split him in half too, or we could just let him choose. And then he goes with the roommate instead of the guy. Instead he of just sad bone. boy. Yeah. I'm like, what just happened? Like, <laughs> I like that. I thought it was funny. I'm like, ha. Suck it. It was like, that's not at all what I thought was going to happen. And then they just like leave. Yeah. Like, And then there's an earthquake. It, it, yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's it. That's, and now an earthquake. That's just what happened. And then we teleport to an art collector's museum. <laughs> yeah. And then end scene, art collector museum. We meet the philosopher. Like, even if parts of this text were missing, I still don't get how we got from earthquake to dude wandering around a rich person's art museum. Like, there's, it's like, they needed those things in the movie that say scene missing. Yeah. Like, those, those old-fashioned film things. what this thing. movie is. It yeah. doesn't matter. It's All just titles, scene missing. Everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, okay, so again, this movie apparently is divided up into like nine sub stories. So we get little snippets of story, and then we go to the next one. So now we are oh, on... pendulous fart. That was the other one. Pendulous. They said they said something like they called somebody a pendulous fart. Oh. At one point, I was like, that's amazing. Yeah, they call people farts and turds quite a bit in this. It's pretty good. Yeah, I think I, that should come back. I, this I racket it, is a I mean, fart. That, you cheat. <laughs> that's just what I call people all the time. What a fart. Your fart, your turd. I do call people turds. Like, I, like if I kind of like someone, it's like, oh, that guy's a fucking ass. But, like, if I really don't like someone, it's like, well, he's just a fucking turd. A little like, turd person. <laughs> yeah, it really has become that, like... Whenever you really don't like somebody, you just, God, you're just like a turd. You're just <laughs> sitting there. You just smell your turd. You're just a turd. You're like, that's all. He's such a turd person. A turd I've, person. I've described people as a turd person <laughs> Yeah. Uh, all right. So now we are in our new story with our poet slash artist. And um, I think this guy is Fellini. Because he's just talking about like how art being, or art is super important. Is Fellini I, in it? No. Okay. Metaphorically. Yeah. It's his soapbox. This guy's his soapbox. I don't know. I wanted to get out of this art thing, and then we did, and we got to a weird dinner instead. And I missed the art thing. <laughs> I was like, damn it, this is what I get. Yeah. My beard keeps getting caught in my windscreen. Um, so now we are... Uh, it's just sad boy, because, you know, roommate and G-Tone are off frolicking. Yeah. Through Whore's Alley, probably. And we go to here... Oh, they go to the outside party first, right? They go to the... like. Hang the, on, not yet. Oh. So, we are with... <laughs> God, I'm just seeing all my stuff coming up for this next part. Um, they, He listens to this poet talk about art and how he thinks it's the most important thing, and then he's going to take him to this party. Yeah. And they go to a party, and we come up upon... Is that how they got there? Yeah. I thought it just, like, cut. It did. Yeah. But he's going to take him. Oh. Um, I think I must have missed the... Comes up, you're going to come with me to this party thing. They come up upon... A mass bath, yes, of stoic people standing naked in like a giant hot tub, yeah, with like a person getting spanked, yeah, oh yes, a um, gentle spanking happening. I'm, I'm a professional uh, butt smacker. I am the butt smacker. Um, butt smacker. Butt smacker. Butt smacker. Butt smacker. Um, and then the other guy, and I wrote, I want some of these. He had extended hands he was using to clap, <laughs> so like he was doing a clapping motion with these two hands he was holding. Yeah. In each of his hands. I called him clap extenders. I kind of want some. <laughs> like, if you really want to do... You, re- you really want to cheer somebody on, but you don't want to hurt your delicate no. fingertips. No, what it is, is it's so you can do the slow, sarcastic clap even more. <laughs> even more slow like, and sarcastic. Instead of just going like this, you have these extended, really long, douchey arms. <laughs> and you just look at them. Like, it's it's the exaggerated version of giving someone the slow fuck you yeah. clap. Um, so we come up upon everyone preparing for this party, I assume. the Like, before you can enter, you must bathe in our, our hot tub and then jump for a while. Yeah. Like, everyone do that weird thing that they did, like, China at the Olympics, the pre-Olympic thing, mm-hmm. and everyone kind of bob up and down and, and get them titties moving. It's like... That was it. Pre- you got to loosen the tits, get your butt slapped, and move on. Loose, loosen them tits and balls. We're going to party. One in Rome, loosen your tits and balls. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and then bring us the giant fish. Oh, I wrote another quote here. Keep her hands off, Keep your hands off her tits, you fart. You are merely a fart on the water. 
That must have been a really bad word. <laughs> what if that was in Petronius's text? I hope so. That'd be amazing. That would there's, be. There is like even more uh, farts and <laughs> fart insults in that than there were in this movie. Like, wow, <laughs> they toned it down for this movie. You gargle fart dust, you farty fart. <laughs> like, oh, ancient Rome fart. is weird. <laughs> you gargle fart dust, you pendulous fart. <laughs> Um, so we we're basically this next chunk of the movie is just hey Roman excess again like hey, you guys want to lay down and eat food laying down on our stomachs because that's fun here's the people version of hedonism bot yeah and he's just having a party everyone's eating kind of getting a little like handsy but not really like if this were a different more hardcore movie there'd be like this would be like that scene in sweet movie where everyone's kind of like pissing and shitting and yeah. fucking and vomiting and you know just like go in here and go nuts like do i own you or do you live here i don't know whatever and then he they just keep doing shit yeah um yeah it's like a tamed down version of that except for like when they at one point in time they have a giant plate of meat and they're showing around and it just like strangely all i could think of was a giant shit uh plate solo? from solo because <laughs> it was like about that same shade and they I don't know. It's just like uh, it's because everything was like kind of grim and dark and dirty, and yeah, it's like it's gross. And then like people kept staring at the camera. Yeah, during this, this is the scene where the scene like, where they, the ladies dancing and they're staring at the camera and dancing and staring at the camera. Speaking of meat, though, there was that one moment where it was like they pass out pig snouts. Mm-hmm. There was like a bunch of like if you take and eyes too, don't they like pass out eyes? I don't remember the eyes, but it was like if they chop off. Like almost right before a pig's eyes would start, like from the, that point to the tip of the nose, they just have a bunch of those f- sitting on a plate facing up, and they just start giving them to people. I guess you chew on a pig nose. Sure, I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, everyone's just laughing and eating and being generally disgusting in this yeah. for probably for fifteen minutes or something. A long time. It was probably it, fifteen minutes max. Yes, yeah. until <laughs> it might have been. You know what? It might have been five. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But and then they get the Elizabeth Banks lady from Hunger Games to do a sexy dance. Yeah. <laughs> Which, 100%, that's probably where they got their Hunger Games like, costume inspiration. I, I, I can't even... I mean, that was it. That was like... the And then at the end of this dinner, he, the poet, philosopher, art guy... Is like they tr- the king or master is like throw him into the fire. Well, it's because he started doing a poem. He's oh, like, yeah. I'm a poet, and he's like, you are not. You are stealing that from whatever. And he's like, throw him into the fire. And then we go to like down to the depths, and it's like a bunch of people are trying to like corral him and throw him into a fire, and they pour for like hot oil on his face for yeah. a second, and then he suck gets it, up. poet. Yeah, and then cuts yeah we're out of new, it and then new, we're out of it in a new scene and we're just like did he die i assume he died i don't know they didn't show it no spoiler he didn't die he didn't die yet i'll title wet sweating hot <laughs> <laughs> um so now we wet are... hot roman summer <laughs> <laughs> we got there eventually it's one. boom when in rome you're fucking weird and disgusting <laughs> yeah um that's a, that's the tagline um so now the dude in his continued excess, the the rich man, takes everyone to like a fake burial of himself, and he wants to just hear people talk about like how great he is. Yeah, they weren't really burying him, but there's like a full tomb and everything, and they, he lays down in it, and he's just like wants people to like fawn over him, and yes. that's kind of it. Then, well, don't they tell the story of that other story during that time? 
Uh, of the woman who whose husband dies and then she bones this no, guy above him. No, or uh, it was soon. Uh, yeah, because he's pretending to have his own funeral. Then, oh yeah, yeah. Then he, she he, makes out with the guy over her husband's corpse. Yeah, bold. Yeah. <laughs> And then they're like, the guy was supposed to be protecting some body that some was hanging. hanging. Yeah. And then while he was boning the chick whose husband had just died in that tomb, somebody comes and steals that body. And then at the end of it, they're like, the lady's like, because he's facing apparent death for letting this body get taken away. Yeah. So the lady's like, no, we'll put my dead husband up there. I'd rather have, it's better to hang a dead husband than to lose a, than to lose a living lover or yep. something. And I'm like, oh, okay, is that... The moral of this story, then? <laughs> Got it. Okay. <laughs> I, I think it's it's probably saying something about, like, move on or whatever. Yeah. But, yeah. The the fact that they did fuck right next to the dead dude, like, at least go around the corner. Yeah. No. Or whatever. Absolutely not. Um, anyway. Onward. It's just like that historical documentary, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Yeah, no, I thought the same thing. <laughs> um, onward, which I just is what I wrote, onward or next, every time the scene just changed, because yeah. there's really no way to describe. <laughs> nope, that's the best way to describe it. And next onward. On, and the next episode of What the Fuck is Happening? <laughs> the poet man is dying or something. He really loves his poems and bequeaths the power of poems to yeah. our sad boy, Mascara Man. Yeah. Who... Also falls asleep or something on the dirt next to him. Yes. And then, and then onward. Some, onward, and then they're on Beefcake <laughs> and then, Beach. And he's a slave now. Yeah. Welcome to Beefcake Beach. Everyone's a slave. Get in our boats. Here's your chains. <laughs> what? I like that if you just fall asleep in the wrong place, you become a slave. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, what? Oh, 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 oh not again. <laughs> Welcome to Beefcake Beach. Guess um, I'm gonna have to get my ma- get out of this one by marrying my way out again. again. <laughs> well, they they gets put on the boat, and I'm pretty sure G Tone G Tone's with it. Yeah, he's yeah. there. And G Tone so and so is James Marsden. Yeah, so they get Wherever put on this from. prison ship on their way to Caesar, and I assume from what they were saying that they're just gonna become like toys for caesar to do whatever with something to like fuck or kill or torture or like put him in slaves. like they're slaves they become slaves for caesar so but like a different wants. kind of slave not like ones that would do shit for caesar it's just like you know so i want to do something with a, a young boy today entertainment slaves yeah 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 that he'll probably murder because apparently caesar was like wicked fucked up yeah right so we spend again a, a lot of lead <laughs> right max his lead. crown is made of lead <laughs> His his fillings are lead. lead. He eats everything with a lead spoon. His heroin is made of lead. <laughs> his needle that he shoots up his heroin with is made of lead. <laughs> all right. Well, now we continue to get even hotter and sweatier, all in a boat with a bunch of people hot and sweaty next to each other. Um, now, th- this this next part is just so fucking confusing because it goes. This movie is no 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 no. Just this part in particular. They're looking through the wall of the ship, and they see some people fighting. Sad boy goes and fights this dead-eyed, old-looking gladiator man. Yes. And then amidst the fighting, gladiator man kisses him, and suddenly they're getting married. Yes. All right, It's a pe- Roman proposal. People at home. They greased up, fought, and made out, and now they're going to get married. What I just said, it happens about that fast. Yeah. Like, they come up from the boat, and, like, you're so lucky. You're just, like, you're going to get married to this guy. 
and the the gladiator man who apparently is the captain of this ship that is getting all these people. I'd for like Caesar. to think of it like he's like a master, like slave master, sort of like something. Lord, maybe he's a lord or something. He looks really old. Yeah, to be like this big, strong beefcake man. But he is. Uh, um, but he's just like of all the treasures I'm bringing back to Caesar. He will not get the one most valuable because he fucking loves this sad boy. Yeah. He's like, oh, he's the best. Um, so they get married briefly. And then onward to some island where soldiers are running up on our good Caesar. Yeah. Who's just like on this island. He's just hanging out on this island. Like on a rock cliff. And and I think to try and avoid being killed by these enemies, he stabs himself in the stomach but it doesn't kill him. All it does is make him fall over so then the people can come up and stab him in the back really easy several times. So apparently that was Caesar. Caesar is dead. Long live Caesar. (laughs) Well, did you ever see the movie Caligula? Uh, Do you know what that is? No. I'm familiar with Caligula. It's Caligula Caligula Caesar, but it's the movie Caligula. No, I haven't seen the movie. It's um, the main dude in it who plays Caligula is the... Um, shit. The, the main guy in Clockwork Orange. Okay, I can't remember his name, but it was a movie made, um, with a crazy budget that was also partnered with Penthouse. Ah, so the Roman debauchery, full pen, nice in this, and it's fucking mental. Like they, like they cut dudes' dicks off. Like the violence is as hardcore as the fucking, and that's what. Like, that is probably the more realistic version of Roman times. Like, mm-hmm. they, they actually, like, went for all the Caligula gross... Caligula was, like, a crazy Caesar, though. Like, super crazy, though. I know, but I'm just, like, they didn't they didn't art up anything. <laughs> They're just, like, here's, here's, like, gross weird fucking and stuff. Here's a lady pissing. Like, penthouse. <laughs> um, anyway, it's it's something special. I, I saw it in high school, and it's, it's still one of those things that's, like... One of the more infamous big budget X rated movies out there. Um, you know, like they have a couple versions where they cut out some, like, of, well, those people are obviously like porn stars because they're like, they're not acting. They'll just cut over to here and there's people fucking, you know. Yeah. Like, but it's, it's, it's kind of interesting because it's like Fellini didn't want to put a lot of that hardcore shit in this. And, you know, even though that's what like Rome was like. Mm. And having seen Caligula, this just felt so tame. <laughs> it did. I mean, having seen most of the Criterion, like the fucked up Criterion ones, this felt tame. There was a great. It was just all over the place. Whoa. Oh, subs. Bing bong. Um, there it was a great quote on one of the reviews on Rotten Tomatoes mm-hmm. for this. It was like, this is the movie in which Fellini becomes a parody of himself. <laughs> I was like, okay, fair. That's fair. Um, all right. So Caesar's dead. Long live Caesar. The soldiers turn around and then capture our slave boat and then decapitate sad boy's new husband. No. <gasps> and scene. <laughs> oh, we, we did skip over before we got to Caesar's Island. Yeah. They get some weird sea creature. Oh, yeah. It was, that wasn't a whale. It was a... Uh, I feel like it was what a whale looks like when you spend all of your budget on uh, murals that are at the end of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's very possible. (laughs) It was like, oh, we spent a lot of time on those murals at the end of the movie. We still need a whale. Why? We need a whale. Okay. We we can only afford a beef jerky whale. (laughs) It 
has a tail, so I guess they'll have to just imagine the rest is whale-like. Or it's designed by a, a whale as someone who's never seen a whale. No, I, th- I feel like it, like, because they held on the face long, and it felt like it was on purpose, and it's swinging over, and it's like, I can't tell what the fuck that is, and I didn't know if we were suddenly, like, in this, they're saying there's this world, there's, like, mytho- like Greek mythology stuff is real in this place, which later he fights the Minotaurs, like, oh, shit, it's all fucking real, and it's just like a dude in a mask. Yeah. I'm like, oh, come on. Because Minotaurs aren't real, Joey. I, no, but I thought like they were Joey, saying Joey, Minotaurs w- aren't real. I know, but I thought it was like Clash of the Titan shit was like, they come here and it's like, this stuff is real. Yeah. Like, here's a sea creature. Here's a, a Minotaur. You know, I think it was just a whale designed by somebody who's never seen a whale in their life. <laughs> they oh, kn- And they knew they were big and had tails. Maybe it's an it- Italian whale. Uh, maybe Italy whales. Italy whales. <laughs> An Italy whale look funny. <laughs> they have like tremor mouths. They, they got spaghetti coming out of their blowholes. <laughs> they didn't even know what spaghetti was yet. Ah, it's me. Oh man. All right. Oh, so we got the dead husband now. Like <laughs> at this point, I wrote I, like, in my notes. This movie still has another hour. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I wrote because like before they get married, they sacrifice a cow, and. Here's basically their criteria for this marriage. Color of the blood is good. You can get gay married. <laughs> it's like, cool. That's cool. I mean, that's, you know. Like, when is blood not I mean, red? you know, man, like, it's cool. Like, it's cool, baby. I feel like they, they, they say, hey, if the blood's red, we're, you can get gay married. It's like they took a thing they knew would 100% be the answer. And, yeah. like, the one time it's going to be, like, black blood, everyone would lose their fucking minds. Yeah, like, maybe they shouldn't get married. <laughs> Oh, no, it's special married because it's black this time. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like it could justify whatever they wanted. But, yeah, like, multiple times, like, it's, they kill a goat, they kill a cow to look at the blood in a bowl and be like, yeah, no, that looks good. It's like um, the part of the wedding where, like, nowadays, if you have that, if anybody has something to say, speak now, if I hold your peace and nobody does, that sort of thing's like, there's, like, they give them an out that nobody takes. <laughs> yeah. And you know it's not going to, like, be an issue. Well, hey, we asked. Hey, you know, like we said, if you wanted to say something, you could, but you didn't. Yeah. Um, the well, blood was red, was it was not? Red, was not red. So obviously, this is a blessed union. Shut up, you fart. <laughs> you pendulous fart. Um, Eat a basket of farts. There was a, a person riding on the slave ship that was wearing a breastplate that had no nipples. So it was like the nipples were holes cut out and he had nothing underneath. So it was like armor, but like exposed nipples. Well, yeah, because you got to breathe. <laughs> yeah, that shit, shit's got to breathe. That shit gets sweaty under there. Yeah, I just thought it was an interesting fashion choice, oh, but whatever. God damn it. Um, my, I've noticed now that you said that there is an hour left. I have decidedly less notes because I realize at this point kind of what this thing is. Yeah. And I just sort of taper off because you can say like one thing about every part of this. And it's like, okay, get it. Yeah, like it's this is the point. Yeah. Next. Next. <laughs> like, okay, next up, a uh, family frees their slaves and two random people commit suicide. It's the people who freed the slaves commit suicide because now the the rest of the movie, all the short short stories now are under the pretext that there's a new Caesar. We're fucked. Like we were safe under this other Caesar. Now we like they're gonna come get us next. So this these people like kill themselves and free their slaves. Yeah. And then you know, sad boy and roommate man just come and like frolic around their empty house and fuck a black slave lady yeah for a while because 
Like literally, there's it's whatever another rape fifteen is minutes funny or something. I it's, don't know. It's it was... another fifteen minutes of an amazing set of a lot of real like Roman design shit, and the whole point is that they just have a devil's three way. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the whole point of the whole scene. Yeah. And it's like, oh yeah, well this guy was actually nice. You know, he's free to slaves before they killed themselves because they knew they were going to be killed anyway. But then like, this one chick stuck around for reasons, I guess. And then. Yeah, because she's a crazy person, probably. Yeah. But like, she's just talking to him in some language that they're not subtitling because it's somewhere it's like else. Women jabbers. Yeah, jibber jabbing. And then they, like, the bad people come the next morning and burn the people that killed themselves. And then. Next scene. Next scene. <laughs> um, I just like that the whole point was like, yeah, you know, like a three way. We're not going to show anything. Yeah. And she, the lady like giggled when the two dudes touched and whatever. I was like. And then they eat food like assholes. Like yeah. she shows up with food and then they're like. I thought that was a whole plate of goat cheese that he just like scooped up and ate. I was like. Was like, Can nobody in fucking Criterion movies just eat food normally? You either have to eat it like an asshole. You either have to piss and shit all over it. Or you have to have close ups of fucking spaghetti in your <laughs> mouth the entire time. What's wrong with the spaghetti? <laughs> Just oh. eat like a human. Film people eating like humans. There's a movie. Um, have I told you about my Arrow Video obsession? No. Arrow Video is basically like they take the criterion amount of care in putting together releases for like old cult movies, like you know, um, uh, like Zardoz is mm-hmm. on it, mm-hmm. and Big Trouble in Little China, mm-hmm. and really weird esoteric like horror. And I fucking love it. Uh, I've just been getting a lot of them. Like, it's only a UK thing. I've actually imported Blu-rays from UK. Mm-hmm. And there's a movie on it. I don't... If it's in Criterion, we have to do it. Mm-hmm. But it's p- called Le Grand Buffet. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dubious. <laughs> uh-huh. Le Grand Buffet. I'm letting you finish this. Go on. <laughs> it's basically... The scene in Sweet Movie I fucking uh, hated. Hold up. The scene in Sweet Movie I hated mixed with Solo. But <laughs> all they're doing is they're entering this house together, these four dudes, and they have vowed to eat until they die. No, I don't want that. I don't want to watch it either, but I bet it would make a good show. <laughs> I, I I really don't think it's on Criterion. I'm sure that's not Criterion. That's like, but Le Grand Buffet is on Arrow Video. When I start my Arrow Video companion show, <laughs> that's all you, buddy. That's 100 percent Joey Solo show. Oh man, I, I fucking love Arrow Video though. I actually imported a bag as well for, and I have like the coffee table book at work. Yeah, they do like awesome write ups. Like they they put so much shit into these movies. They're like, oh yeah, I've never even heard of this. It's some like. 1970s esoteric slasher horror movie but they give you all this context around the movie and show like why it's like kind of interesting that it exists and i love that shit like more than i love the movie itself yeah i just love seeing these people that made it they they get interviews they get new commentary they do like like film essays but you're more interested in the story of why this fucked up thing existed it's than not the even, actual thing that exists yeah it's not even like super fucked up it's just kind of like you wouldn't give it a second thought. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of sh- interesting to see all these stories behind just like a random DVD on the shelf. And Criterion kind of does that with this more like pretentious stuff. And then Arrow Video will do it with like things that don't 
really deserve it, but they love it anyway. Mm. Um, it, it's just, I, I'll show you some to of the To be fair, stuff. a lot of, that. I think you can describe Criterion movies as a lot of that exact same way of, they don't deserve it, but here it is anyway. But they've deemed it important for some reason. Like, I still think Satyricon no is not awesome to watch, but, like, there are parts of it that, like, I don't think you could ever do again. So it's, like, fascinating to see it one time. I will never watch it again. I do not need to own this. I will watch Beyond the Valley of the Dolls again. Well, yeah. That was fucking that dope. Was... <laughs> but I will not watch Satyricon again. Um, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls was its own... Uh, God. Uh, so anyway, I, but I digress. Um, uh, so Caesar dies like a little bitch, and then new Caesar's on his way. Blah 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 blah. blah. Uh, camera guy, go wide. Make sure you get those peacocks. <laughs> we we spent a lot of money getting those two peacocks there. Make sure you frame the dudes like on the right side of the frame. But we got to get the peacocks, get the peacocks in here. They they didn't do the fan thing, mm. which is a bummer. You have to pay extra. Well, yeah. Um, animals are hard to work with, Joey. <laughs> I guess. Um. Yeah, Roman peasants wear a lot of eyeliner. Uh, uh, so after this, they burn. Then they go to. They're in a part next. of a caravan. Next scene, they're in a caravan in the where desert. Somebody's super sick, and James Marsden goes to fuck this super sick lady. She's not and- super sick. She's a nymphomaniac. She's oh. got the sex oh, is that sickness. What it is? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. They have her chained up because all she wants to do is fuck everything. Oh, so they're like, so hey, James Marsden fucks her. Yeah. So hey, roommate, go help her out. Yeah. And with then- your dick. Yeah, dick help. Dick help. Go give her some dick help. And we're gonna go. We're going to the Aphrodite temple to meet oh with Hermaphrodite. I forgot about. Her, I forgot about Hermaphrodite. And and the temple of freaks. Where like that not, was unsettling. The people in that room unsettling. It was mostly just there was like the one guy that didn't have arms or legs. Yeah, that was something to see. That had to be. So but he was like a king, so it was kind of cool. Yeah, I was like, oh, I was like, this guy didn't have arms and legs, but he's like king of the no arm, no leg people. But so <laughs> you know what I kept that's thinking cool. of was the Martin Short, like swoop me <laughs> <laughs> to the nuts, the bridge mix, the bridge mix. <laughs> this has got like a dude that just like holds him by the waist, and then he like the dude carrying him will like bow him and stuff. And yeah, like set him on the ground and tip him over to bow to Hermaphrodite. It was Hermaphrodite, right? I'm not making that up. No. Okay, because it was Aphrodite and Hermes' child, they yeah, said. Yeah, who had both sex things, Hermaphrodite, which hermaphrodite. is where that comes from. Okay, it is that's, a real thing. That's that's why Hermaphrodites are called are that, because it comes from that. Because they stand up this like clearly an albino, sickly boy that has breasts and a wiener yeah. and stuff, and, then, and everyone's like praying to him. They call him the demigod. Yeah. And then they steal him. And then, yeah. Hey, they're just using it all for themselves. Sad, sad boy and James Marsden and random old guy <laughs> just decide to murder their, who is now their partner in crime, or maybe like I think the guy. He, I think he's like um, he convinced them to do he's it. He's like uh, uh, what's his face? He's like the the guy in Ocean's Eleven who funds them right. to go do it, but he's like also part of it. But by funding, you mean like, hey, we should do this? <laughs> like, yeah, that's the, yeah. Yeah, he was the he was the inciting incident. But so they steal this demigod, and then they steal this poor hermaphrodite, sickly boy girl, <laughs> and take him into the desert, and then die. It dies because it's in the sun, and it's, there's no water. They're not giving it food or water. Yeah, there's no water. Yeah, when they show him just going like, like yeah. just needing water so bad because like the uh, albino people in the sun just dry out immediately, mm-hmm. and he just like basically dies of dehydration. I like had to go get some water. I was like, "Time out, movie." Yeah. Joey needs to hydrate. It was like reading Dune when they talk about how precious water is. Like yeah. anytime I read about 
water scarcity or see people like thirsty, I have to go get some. Like, oh, yeah. It's like why? Oh, when I watched Rango, you see Rango? Oh, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. I watched that in the movie. I was so goddamn thirsty the entire time. (laughs) I left him like I need so much water. Is it about a town that's drying out? Yeah, yeah. It's the one, the lizard, the animals and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's all I remember is Johnny Depp is a weird lizard, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, but it was made me so goddamn thirsty. <laughs> it was a pretty fun movie, too, yeah. but still. I remember liking it. I just yeah. I didn't see it again. It just made me so thirsty. I didn't watch it again because I was so thirsty watching it. I, I was starting to read Dune again, and then just that beginning part where they talk about like the Arrakis Desert yeah. and, and all that, and how precious water is and people recycling it. I'm just like... <laughs> or a still suit so i can drink my own piss no i just I, I get i get a bottle and i dump it all over myself going oh so decadent oh. <laughs> ooh, ooh, shower me with this hydration suck it freeman <laughs> i'm the quizette's hatteratch <laughs> how's your still suit now queer bait <laughs> I piss in a toilet and flush it with water. I waste, I put my poop in water. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't want it to be dry. Ew, dry poop is the worst. <laughs> also, it hides the stinkies. <laughs> Does a still suit recycle duty too? Yes, all it's, of it. It's not just piss? No, it's just like smushes, it does everything, it's I think. It smushes it in. Yeah, it smushes it up. It smushes it back in. Pulp. No, you stay in there. Yeah, this stay. Is, yeah, what do you think this is? A game? <laughs> you need this to survive. <laughs> you have not gotten everything you can out of this yet. Uh-huh. So, like, by the time they finally do poop, is it just like those um, dark matter, like, nibblers? Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's, it basically, it, that is essentially what fart dust is. It's like, <laughs> there's so much moisture has been sucked out of it, it's just... Yeah. It's like, I, well, I guess we can let that go because there's like no water in that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hermaphrodite's dead. Next. Next. <laughs> next. It literally says next in my next note. Uh, sad boy's going to fight a minotaur. He's in a maze. They... He's being thrown down a hill, and you're like, oh, maybe this is for killing uh, Hermaphrodite. But then you realize nothing has anything to do with what just happened y- yeah, ever. Yeah. So this is just the next thing. They give him a torch and a dope boxing glove with spikes on it. Yeah. <laughs> Go fight the Minotaur. Yeah. Um, which there are so many things, like video game-based things, about the Minotaur's maze. Like, yeah. it's it's such a... Well, it's just a, it's a thing. It's like an RPG thing now, though. Like, it's... The Minotaur in his maze. It's always been a thing. I it's love been a it. thing forever. I love it. Yeah, okay. This should have been the movie. Just him in the maze? Yeah. Forever. It's, it reminded me of my favorite part of Conan's. <laughs> Is there a giant spider at the end of it, too? And then Harry Potter has to fight it? Well, I don't know. Because there's a maze in Harry Potter. I don't know. Of I don't remember that. The last one where then Cedric Oh, yeah, now I remember. Yeah, yeah, remember yeah, yeah, Cedric yeah. goes there with the cup, and then, then, then Voldemort I went to Harry Potter World with Kim, Cedric and I got some butterbeer. Cedric dies. Do you, have you been to Harry Potter World? Robert Pattinson dies. No, I haven't. Butterbeer's real good. Is it? And they do this thing, because it's basically just like super sweet ginger uh, butterscotch. Mm-hmm. But they put on this fake foam head, like if as if it were a beer. Mm-hmm. And it's like a cream sugar thing. Mm. So it looks like a super frothy beer. Yeah. But the top of it is like a special cream. Mm. It's neat. That's neat. But by the end of it, I wanted to kill myself. <laughs> You're like, uh, it's like you need like a sip of it to get the idea, and then that's it. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I don't drink sugar anything. Yeah. So doing that whole thing, like it was awesome, but I was like, by the end of it, it's like, I need to, 
I need to eat some chalk or something yeah. like to balance this Quick, out. Bring me a bring me some salt. Yeah. <laughs> bring me table salt. Anyway, fights the minotaur. Fights the minotaur. Well, tries to fight the minotaur. Whines and cries and begs for his life. At he the literally the pushes out so hard the minotaur is like, "I like the way you said that. I like the way you cried." Yeah, we will keep this one. He's educated. And the whole point of him making him fight the minotaur was because all these people were like chilling with the god of mirth and they're like hey we want to like laugh because it's mirth god day yeah and then whatever. and then they're like okay you can live with a you can stay here and be alive but first you have to have sex with this woman over on this table which and then which okay I, I yes he's having penisy problems yes as you call him rope <laughs> pushing pushing some pushing rope. some rope is what he ends up doing here but look performance anxiety is a thing that's true and he did just beg for his life like a little like a little baby yeah he thought so. he was gonna fight and die to a minotaur and now he's got he to fuck fight this, this chick this chick with this all this weird creepy mouth music going on like ah, 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 yeah which sounded really neat but it doesn't really put you in a fuck zone <laughs> nope not at all oh, da, 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 and you're like watching people like up on the ridges and there's like fires everywhere and these people are like no you gotta fuck that thing now oh yeah no totally i wasn't about to just die yeah Smush. i'm good for that then no 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 get back down i'll try no, to I can do this Smush. i'll try it again hold on hold your breath no, it's not working. Uh, no i farted uh, that little poop came out i feared this is gonna happen so apparently that's like an insult or whatever. But don't worry, the philosopher comes. That is that's the the poet dude. He shows up. Yeah, he's he's he, there now speaking a bunch of gibberish. He's I don't now even... he's now like he is now like a master who likes sex things and eros, which is there's some porn site named after him. So that's why I knew it was like a, a love thing. Sure, and then he takes this uh, sad boy into his new fuck den and gives sad boy and he sad boy gets another spanking yeah a, a whipping treatment a which little, doesn't a, work a light spanking yet yeah, does not help him with his rope pushing they gotta get some more tongue flappers in there mm-hmm. somewhere like, people like they have a bunch of open holes around the rooms so that people can just look through yeah um apparently the butt smacking doesn't work nope sadly go see the fire puss there's a lady. There's a story of a lady whose vagina shoots out fire. And Next, go back to go to that one. That one sounds neat. Let's talk about this Next! one. Next, we're there. We're on a boat. We're on a boat, and uh, James Marsden is like, "Oh, we're gonna pay her to do whatever." Is like she's fl- gonna fix your dick. money, and like the guy who's like pushing the boat motor thing that it has, like whipping the horses that are moving the boat. It's a complicated paddle system yeah apparently uh it's just like gives him like the the stink eyes like oh i got that money flashing his money around we'll come back to that <laughs> i don't i don't even remember but okay <laughs> yeah so yeah he gives him like the stink eye because the guy's like throwing the money mm-hmm. and then we get oh to, that's who, okay we get to uh the island or they find the lady who has the vagina fire which apparently <laughs> i really like this sub story about a magician who wanted to go fuck this lady. Yeah. And then she, like, embarrasses him by, like, stranding him halfway up the tower. So he takes all the fire out of the village and puts it in her puss. Yep. And now then have- and then I like the visual. I actually like the visual of, like, them getting the fire from her puss. She, like, her, her legs were just spread. And they were just bringing, like, a bundle of sticks up. And then, like, put it near it. And then the sticks would just catch fire. And then, like, oh. And there's people, like, walking in, like, on a line. Like, everybody has their bundle of sticks come down, sticks it down there. Everyone has their faggots, and they burst into flames. And, and then, 
and uh, yeah, and then that's apparently that's what she does now. <laughs> yeah, and that will get your that will get you back rock hard again. Yeah, well, she's now like super obese and huge. Yeah, um, and then that's apparently what he needed. He's just into some BBW, man. Yeah, it's fine, no big deal. You know, BBD, it's bro. cool. It's Rome. It's whatever. It's whatever. When in you... Rome, and then while he's fucking the BBW lady, uh, James Marsden gets into a fight with the guy who is pushing the motor of the boat as sword fight doing the 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 machine that's basically just to have someone doing physical labor yeah <laughs> exactly like the physical labor machine uh and that guy stabs him and you're like oh no james marsden but then he shows up uh, in the doorway uh, and he's like oh come on let's get out of here you're good right and the guy's like yeah i'm good check this out look at this rock hard we're good to go i just bone this <laughs> smack, big smack. lady you just hear like yeah and then they they leave, and he's like, "Oh, this is great! I finally I've been like the gods have smiled on me for all my awful, super shitty things I've done in my entire life, and given me my penis back. We're gonna go out into the uh into the world and explore and everything." And then James Marsden just kind of like Bleh. falls down because <laughs> he did get stabbed by Crazy Boatman, yeah, and he dies. Well, you'd, it'd be it's gonna be real f- sad for uh, Sad Boy next time he ejaculates and it's fire. Yeah, because <laughs> true. Pretty sure it was a herpes metaphor. hundred <laughs> percent. Next uh, scene, I think isn't that it? No, they go to the boat, and at the boat, oh right, there's a thing. It's like, oh, the philosopher has died and he's freed his slaves, but he has a will, and in his will it says, if you want all of the stuff that he said you could have, you have to you eat have him. to eat him. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, I whatever, I mean, he said... I, Sad Boy doesn't. Sad Boy gets on the boat with slaves, and they peace out. Yeah. Then there's, like, a bunch of old, uh, I assume, wealthy people who want his money. They like, are like unwrapped. Yeah, they're, like, unwrapped. It shows them unwrapping, and then, like, the it ends with, like, uh, this kind of this uh, uh, panning, tra- uh, tracking shot across, like, eight dudes who are just, like, smacking their lips. Yeah, just chewing. It's like, uh, I'm not enjoying myself. <laughs> yeah, all of them look sad, but are eating it. And then we have murals with everybody, all the characters on them, and then that's it. And that's the movie. Oh, thank fucking God. It's the movie. And then the movie's Finn. finally fucking over. Criterion actually has three reasons. Oh, good. For Satyricon. Should we listen to theirs first? Yes. Okay. So three reasons why Criterion has added Satyricon to its it. collection. Faces from another time. Yeah, okay. Which, I mean, I I will give some of that weird, like, pigman-style makeup and shit that is cool-looking. Historical science fiction. Maybe that's what they're calling the fire puss, but the, the, I, the clip they use... fantasy? The clip they use is the Minotaur, which maybe they didn't finish the movie and see that you take the hat off. <laughs> and it was, and in it fact, wasn't a, a person? Min- yeah. Oh, no, you weren't a minotaur at all. Why did I beg and grovel? You were just a man. <laughs> uh, and then the last one, uh, Roman appetites, which is them talking about, like, the excess. Yeah, and, sure. Which I still think Caligula did better. <laughs> yeah, probably. All right, what do you have? Okay, number one. Brian reasons. Brian's three reasons. Narrative is for nerds. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> Fucking book nerds. Uh, number two, staring at the camera. It's a big one for Criterion. Did for you a see Gedevin? Did we talk about this? There was that scene where the lady stared at directly into the camera, Gedevin, and it made everyone shit their pants. It was <laughs> no. like during a like a four minute awkward long fuck scene. At the very end, she just turns and looks directly into the camera, <laughs> and you felt it like in your body. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, no, I didn't it can that. be used to great effect. But accidentally. yeah, there you go. <laughs> not in this one. Yeah. And number three, not one, but two spanking scenes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Professional spankings. Professional spankings. Yeah. Light spankings, but two of them. <laughs> uh, three reasons for myself. For finding this many, you'll see a, a pattern. For finding this many horribly disgusting people, mm-hmm. there is a shocking amount of just very busted <laughs> everything in this. Anyone in the background of a scene, there's something wrong with them. Yeah. Next, for finding this many shockingly androgynous man boys. Mm-hmm. Eyeliner helps a lot with that. It does. I think that adds a big uh, boost to the androgynous. That's probably true. And then for finding this many executives that failed to say no just once. (laughs) Uh, Joey, you're assuming there were executives for this movie. (laughs) Someone had to write the check. That's at least one. Did they? Yes. All right. He didn't buy. He didn't pay for this himself. That's true. All right. Well, here's my new synopsis, and I have not reread it, so we'll see. Welcome to Satyricon, where every dude is as sweaty as humanly possible and everything sucks, with music composed mainly of those plastic tubes you swing around at varying speeds that create the woo-woo-woo-woo-woo sounds. Satyricon adapts an incomplete book from ancient Rome in what can only be described as the purest example of pretentious turbation to the max. I thought you were going to say what can be clearly described as an incomplete movie. (laughs) (laughs) For a director to ascend to such insane levels of untouchable creative douchery to convince real studios with big people money to fund two hours of fever dream roman or roman kaleidoscopic nonsense deserves its own special award in and of itself what started i'm sure as some sort of roman satire against androgynous dudes and merciless kings has evolved to a satire against film and unadulterated creative visions there isn't even penetration i thought this was about rome motherfucker (laughs) watch caligula instead no stars Yeah, what the hell? At least there were tits. There were ba- I was concerned about that. I was like, are we just going to see butts and like partial boobs the yeah. entire time? Statues with boobs, painting with yeah. boobs. Here's a giant head coming down the street. Visually, shockingly amazing. Ugh, pass. But yeah, goddamn, man. Hard pass. You can't make movies. Not worth it. I just saw a movie that I would put it kind of in the same vein in that it's visually amazing. The story's kind of nonsense. But it is also, it's actually a new movie being put out by that Arrow Video Company. Mm-hmm. It's called We Are the Flesh, mm-hmm. which is a great title. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's like a very small scope thing where there's just a lot of really long speeches that, are, that flow really well, but I can't fucking tell you what it's about. And then it just devolves into um, like blood orgy stuff and okay. like a lady giving a dude a BJ, like for real but then they're like brother and sister in the movie or something. Oh god. I don't know. Anyway, um, next movie. It comes out it comes out on the 28th of February if you're interested. We are the flesh mm-hmm. air video. Mm-hmm. Um next uh, I had a picture movie, uh, another one that I own that I have not seen. Mm-hmm. Um Naked Lunch. Okay. Starring Peter Weller based on sort of the novel. It's a David Cronenberg movie. Yeah. Okay. Have you have you seen it? No. Do you know what it is? No. Do you know what the book is? No. Okay. Well, this will be interesting. Is it on a I scale read the book. of on a scale of one to solo? Where are we at? Uh, I think it'll be. It's more mainstream. 
Okay. It's okay. it's um the book is like unadaptable. Perfect. So it's a lot like what we just watched. Yeah. <laughs> Incomplete story. No, it's the book itself is not really like a coherent narrative. Naked Lunch is one of the best examples of prose writing I have ever seen. If you take two pages of Naked Lunch and just read it, it is like poetry. But it's this dude, uh, William S. Burroughs, who was so like fucking whacked, like did drugs. He was like, wait, oh, you see the guy who's friends with um... Kerouac and Ginsburg. Oh wait, who am I? The thinking? Beat Generation. Yeah, I'm thinking of the guy who did uh, um, Johnny Depp movie. Uh, oh, Hunter Fear, S. Thompson. Fear, yeah, Hunter no, S. Thompson. No, no, no. He's not friends with Hunter S. Thompson. I don't think so. Oh, I, I think it's was. a different thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those you know banned books and mm. like. It's Naked Lunch, um, On the Road, and Ginsburg's poem, Howl, are apparently the three books that make up the, you know, the, ant- whatever the word, antithesis, is that the right word? Like, the beat generation. Okay. Um, the sort of get in the shit and write about it. Um, so Naked Lunch is like, it's fiction, but it has a lot of like real stuff in it. It's a lot about like doing heroin and drugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. So but- is it going to be like train spotting? Um, I think the book probably would be closer because David Cronenberg is adapting a lot of like the weird loose threads and creating his own movie out of stuff he's pulled from the book. Mm. So the book, like I said, doesn't really have a th- like a story that goes from A to B to C. Yeah. It's just like a bunch of vignettes that are ri- much like what we just watched. Right. But I like Naked Lunch a lot. All right. Um, so I have the movie. I got it on the sale too and I have not watched it. I've heard it's very like... You know, it's Cronenberg. It's not really Naked Lunch, but it's it's like tough because the book is so hard to parse anyway. Okay. Um, so we'll do that next, and then um, see if I can find something horrible before then. I, I remember Christy saying she had some suggestions, but those were ones she actually liked. Yeah, we so. might actually. Yeah. Well, we'll see how Naked Lunch turns out. We might need it. <laughs> no, I think Naked Lunch will be cool because, like, if you like Cronenberg, I don't know because they have a scanners. So yeah. like, yeah. we've already done a Cronenberg, but. <clears throat> All right. Well, that's been another episode. You can write to us, criterionauts at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, criterionauts. Naked Lunch is next. If you have any suggestions for movies that you've found to be particularly awful, let us know. Or that you need some research done. We will film explore them. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening. I have been Criterionaut Joey. I'm Criterionaut Brian. Okay,